The nurse practitioner role has been ranked the number one job in healthcare for two years in a row. Many nurses and nursing students are increasingly interested in pursuing this rewarding career, and AANP is committed to offering innovative products and services that will help you succeed throughout your NP journey. On today's podcast, we are excited to speak with two recent nurse practitioners, Camille Robinson and Sina Rowade, to talk about their experience as an NP student and share how AANP membership has benefited them as students and now new nurse practitioners. We're also excited to announce valuable new resources that will help NP students everywhere achieve their academic and professional goals. Welcome to the podcast, Kamiya and Sina. Please introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about the path that led you to become a nurse practitioner student. My name is Kamiya Robinson and I'm a recent graduate from um, Arizona State University. I know a lot of my friends have reached out to me recently asking me about my path to be a nurse practitioner and really understanding that there's more to the bedside nursing and so I've had the pleasure of being able to give them my personal advice and feedback and experiences and um, they are understanding that there's so much that we can do in healthcare. To be a nurse practitioner, I feel like, is to be able to have a platform and really um, have a voice for the healthcare world, co-providers, and for patients and families that we serve. So it was something that I always knew I wanted to do and I'm super excited to be able to take that next step in my career. Thank you. And Sina? Thank you for having me today. I also graduated from Arizona State University. I am beyond excited to start my career as a nurse practitioner. Um, I think that there's a lot that can be gained from learning both other people's personal experiences and, and tips and tricks uh, of the trade. So many listeners may not know that AANP offers significant membership and conference registration discounts for nurse practitioner students. You're both AANP members and attend the AANP Health Policy Conference earlier this year. It was so nice to see both of you there. I'd love to hear more about your experience and what you value most about AANP's membership. I think for me, um, that conference was an amazing experience. It was very inspiring. Um, I kind of started dipping my, my toe in the health policy pool a little bit. And attending this conference really opened my eyes and made me want to know more and be more active. It really helped me even to participate in ASU's um, Day at the Capitol that we had and got the opportunity to continue to sit down with constituents and really understand the process and speak up about NP issues. So I think for 
me as a student when I went to the conference, it was a little, you know, overwhelming, but it was still such a great opportunity to be exposed and be like, there's a lot of information and a lot of great networking and resource opportunities at that conference. Like I met so many people that I probably would never meet if I didn't go to the conference and they really gave me some, you know, great advice about how to move forward in my career, upcoming conferences, how to network. So I think as a whole, it's like such a great opportunity for students to get involved as soon as possible. I think joining professional organizations like this as a student gets you exposed sooner and really helps you understand the role that you are going to be a part of moving forward. So I, I loved it. Like I'm already looking at wanting to participate in the next ones and how can I be more active and learn more because it's just like constant information that you just didn't even know you needed. Mm -hmm. So true. I 100% agree with Kenya. I actually ran into Kenya at the Health Policy Conference. So I have been a member of AANP since December of 2020, and um, but pretty early on into my NP program. Um, I've really been very fortunate to have the access to the Journal um, of the American Association of Practitioners, which has very, very valuable uh, articles and, and resources um, there for us. I personally used a lot of during my program, not only during the concentration, the women's health concentration courses, but also during my DNP project while, while I was planning my project and implementing it. So just having free access to the journal was very, very helpful. And having the opportunity to to get a discount to go to the health policy conference was very beneficial because as students we know we are on a budget and we are paying a large sum of our um you know money and resources towards tuition and funding so the availability to have that have that discount available for us to utilize in order to join these types of conferences was really incredible. When I went to the conference, the health policy conference in DC this past January, I thought that, you know, I'll, I'll go in. I'll, I've never really been to a professional conference of this size and magnitude, so I'll see what I'll kind of come out with. And I was incredibly amazed that all of the things that I learned and took away from that conference um, from every single session that was held to the people that I connected to and to the sense and feeling of being incredibly empowered mm -hmm. as an NP student and not even ready to conquer the NP role, but it really gave me an insight onto what I can bring to the table and how I can influence change. And there is a lot to say about you know, power is in numbers. And when you are among a large crowd of people who are in the same boat as you and, and truly just want to improve health access and healthcare for all of us here living in the United States, it was just so empowering to see how many of us truly want to change the healthcare environment. And it definitely instilled a spark in me to pursue getting into the realm of, of legislature. And I'm very excited to make that particular conference a annual occurrence for me. So congratulations to both of you on your recent graduation. 
What are you looking forward to most as a new nurse practitioner? I'm looking forward to be able to really make a change. Not that I didn't feel like I couldn't as a bedside nurse, but I feel like as a nurse practitioner, I have more of a ability and knowledge base to be able to like implement change and get people to listen and really try to impact healthcare in a positive way using the things that I learned in school. Because I, I think you're you know in a tizzy with school and learning all the clinical aspects of it, but then you, I felt like I took away a lot more of you know the policy aspect and like really the underpinnings of what healthcare is and where the gaps are. So I, I'm excited to be able to work towards that and take what I've learned from other people, from my you know academic background, from my per professional experience, and really try to um, implement change in healthcare and provide the best care. Pretty early on, before I even was in nursing school, I was like, I'm gonna be a nurse practitioner. Like, I'm going to be one, and I'm gonna make a change, and I'm gonna be in the community, and so I'm excited to be able to say, okay, that time is now. I can start, you know, living out that dream. So I'm just really excited, and to learn more. Like, I know it's a never-ending um, experience and joy to be able to learn, and I'm excited to learn, like, what else can I do? that I don't even know about because there's so much more that there's out there and it's just constantly coming and then just thinking that there's counterparts, other nurse practitioners that have the same values and same mindset and they're also seeking to make things better in the world for healthcare and the people that we provide care for. Yeah, so the first thing that I'm very, kind of very much so looking forward to as a, as a new NP is to provide that direct patient care experience which I have done many times in clinical, but of course under supervision and um, as a student role, but to be able to present myself as a nurse practitioner to my patients and provide them with the utmost excellent care is one of my top priorities and something that I'm very much still looking forward to. But beyond that, I think what um, personally has driven me is my passion for women's health and improving the health of women everywhere. Um, unfortunately, I feel that throughout the years, you know, women's health has not been an issue that is uh, focused on, or, you know, even in the realm of, for example, um, birth control and, and research and, and so on, there's very little attention that goes towards that specialty when you compare to other specialties and other patient populations. And I really want to contribute to that patient population in a positive way through providing direct evidence-based, you know, excellent care, but also through utilizing evidence-based um, methods of research to say, hey, you need to improve so many processes that are so outdated in this specific patient population. And as um, someone who received a really great education in research as a DNP graduate from Arizona State University, I, I really do think that that program very much so prepared me to be able to kind of tackle social determinants of health and, and lack of literature and lack of, of, of resources and research in women's health. And that's what I really look forward to as a young nurse practitioner. We're continually seeking ways to enhance the member experience and meet the evolving needs of NPs and NP students through innovative new benefits like the collaborative learning network, a free course of the month, and point of care tools. As a student 
and now as a new nurse practitioner, what other resources might AANP offer to support those who are working toward becoming an NP or entering NP practice? Um, I think one of them could be, because this is a question I've gotten quite a bit from friends that are looking to, you know, get advanced degrees, they are battling between, you know, if I need to get a master's or a DMP, and what's the difference in the scope of practice for each state. So like, just, I know that the information is offered, but I don't think that's, you know, students and those looking to start know where to begin. So like having just a very basic level um, informational piece for that because they it is daunting they they were just like I don't understand the difference and you know all the different policies and I can't just go to the state and work here I'm like no you can't do that like you know so I think just that piece of information like I know a lot of what I've been telling them is stuff that I pulled from the conference myself and from the website that I've learned but I don't think that they are aware of that they don't it's like they don't know where to begin so I think I don't know somehow like really coordinating with universities and making sure that you guys are well known within the university um, so that they know that that's a resource because I don't think all students know that you guys are a great resource I don't, you know like I said I think they assume it's for working and practicing NPs but I don't think they understand like it is super beneficial as a student or super beneficial for someone looking to go back to school so um, maybe resources like that and then just really um, things like talking about like leadership and how policy and practice are intertwined because I think there's that gap and that understanding of how they are interconnected. Um, because like we take a health policy class at ASU and it wasn't until that class that it clicked for me that I was like, oh my goodness, like these are so intertwined, these are so related, you can't have one without the other. And you know, going to that conference really reinforced that and really helped me understand like, this is like two peas in a pod. Like, you have to understand both to really make a difference and really provide good evidence-based care to to the people that you serve. So I think maybe just pr promoting a lot more within the academic and schools so that they know that you guys are this amazing resource. So I don't know, promoting that just a little bit more would help because I, I didn't know about it until later on when I started understanding like policy and then I had a faculty member mention it and I was like, oh, and I started working on my project and I had resources from you guys. So it was like a snowball effect. I was like, oh, I'm sad I didn't know this like year one, <laughs> you know, like I could have been utilizing this the whole time. But I just think for me, maybe those things is like, I, I think it's such a huge piece for newbies, current and postgraduates to have in their back pocket at all times and know that it's available. I 100% I agree with Kimya regarding that. And, um, even though I had been previously using AMP as a resource from a, an academic perspective with the journal and CDs and all of that, but it wasn't until we actually had um, the president of AANP, April Kapu, um, zoom in. We had an immersion course in the beginning, kind of like mid-January in the beginning of the semester for the spring semester, and um, she was she was that's an incredible speaker and, and really empowered us with, with that knowledge of what A and B can be um, kind of can be for the NP student. But I actually would have loved if that, just like Tina said, if that was in semester one. Mm -hmm. um, because I think that had we known more about how we can utilize um, A and P and its resources and its powerful 
you know, reputable organizational name as IT students, it would have been um, a lot more beneficial to us in the beginning of our IT um, program. But I also would like to say that a lot of us as NP students and as new NPs, we rely heavily on each other and the experiences of each other. So that social connection and the social networking is so vital to our ability to basically thrive and survive in this field as, as uh, novice NPs. And I know that ANPD has those the committees um, where, you know, you can have based on your subspecialty, there's like the committee forums where you can go on and, um, you know, connect with others, ask questions, ask for advice and, and things like that. And I think it would be really beneficial to have a category there for NP students or new graduate um, NPs, especially when it comes to things like as a new NP or as a, a student who is maybe towards their final semester than seeking employment, we need a lot more prep on how to navigate the world of negotiation. That is something we get very little of in our program. And I think that our, our program really focus and prepare us adequately to do the job as an NP in terms of judgment and, and clinical practice and skill set. But not so much when it comes to how do you present yourself to the workforce and how do you negotiate a contract and a salary and benefits and so on. And I think that's an element that would be very beneficial to add to maybe the AANP committees, as like I said, uh, for NP students or new NP graduates, or even have more resources. Of, I know that there's like one video about how to negotiate resources and so on, but I feel like there could be a benefit in having more um, either videos or more courses you can attend, seminars, um, or even just having that forum that brings new NPs or, or NP students together to have that social support. I think these are all great ideas that we can definitely look into how we could reach students and new graduates, either through our conferencing or communities or other venues. So thank you for that, very helpful. Now I've asked you a lot of questions. Are there any questions you have for me that I could help you with? Yeah, um, I have one question. I know that there's a couple new resources that are specifically de designed for students, but I just was wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about those upcoming resources that you guys have. Sure. So. We, we have free resources to student members and they are located on our website. And these are available to students and they do cover a lot of different areas such as planning your NP education with both of you had mentioned, but also grants and scholarships that are available for students as well as NP certification, how do you begin that process, and some clinical resources and continuing education uh, credit opportunities as well. Two things that are new that we are really excited about is not only expanding and updating what we have, but something that uh, we are calling AANP SET. And this is a student education and training program. And what we are doing is facilitating continuing education sessions 
in three areas. And these are really foundational areas, as we all know, to nurse practitioner roles in practice in the area of clinical, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and professional development. And there's 30 education sessions that are going to launch and be available for students for free. And the other piece that kind of brings all this together is a gear up for success guide. And this is really exciting. This is the go-to all-in-one resource. It's beneficial to nurses that are thinking about pursuing nurse practitioner role in education. How do they look for a program? How do they become a nurse practitioner? And we cover things on preparing for an NP program. What are some of the financial considerations? What clinical experience and preceptor information do I need to know before even applying to a program and once accepted into that program? How do I decide what population do I want to go into? What's of interest to me? Um, there's also getting ready to graduate and start your NP career. So this area would be um, great for both of you in how do I obtain licensure? What is the process in my state? Is it a compact state? What does that mean to me? Obtaining board certification, how do I apply for that? And who do I apply to? Getting your resume or your curriculum vitae or CV together, how do I write that or update it and really gear it towards the position that I'm really looking for that will help to, to guide my career? How to find that right job and prepare for that application process? How do I interview? How many times have we thought about, you know, I'm going on an interview, what do I wear? How do I act? What questions could I be asked? And how can I prepare for that? And also, you both brought it up, negotiating a contract. What does that mean? And if I don't have a contract offered to me, what does that mean? How do I work through that? And what are things to look for? And what you need to start your job getting authorization numbers, DEA, liability insurance. Is that something I should have on my own or is that offered by my employer? We've also included information on reimbursements and also how do I repay loans? Should I consolidate my student loans or other loans? How's the best way for me to do that? So we're really excited about the resources that we have in place but also about these two really big pieces that are only for students and are really going to be beneficial from the time you even think about, do I want to be a nurse practitioner? What is a nurse practitioner? All the way through the beginning of your career. Thank you. Those sound like awesome resources. I, I agree. That sounds yeah. incredible. And I think that that guide specifically would literally answer all of the the questions and concerns that he and I had brought up. So thank you for that. Yeah, um, I, I do have one one question from my end, and you had mentioned the set sessions, which they sound very, very exciting. Um, but can you tell me a little bit more about what's the difference between the set sessions and the CAE Center? Sure, and that's a great question. So with set, we have, um, pull together different sessions from our conferences as well as from the CE Center. 
and we are making these free to students. And they will not hold the CE credit for completing them within SET um, as you would receive from the CE Center. So in our CE Center, there are sessions there. They're all accredited. They have the continuing education credit based on the length of time of that um, particular session, course, or program. Some of those are free to our members, and some of those are bundled and um, have a, a, a very low cost to our membership. With AMP set, the sessions that are available are free, and you can have a, you'll all receive a certificate of completion when you finish those particular sessions. So this is something that you can keep to show and demonstrate during your credentialing process that you have um, learned this material. It's also something that faculty can assign to students. If it's uh, a session that coincides with their topics, students can go in, they can um, utilize these sessions, complete them, and then submit the certificate to their faculty member. So it's a way to obtain the information, the knowledge, and not have to pay a fee for it. And also something that could easily be incorporated in the, um, in the coursework of the academic program. So it, it really is there to offer some additional information and education that students are looking for. I do have one follow-up question to that, I guess. Will does that session be free for non-members or just for AMP student members? It, it will only be open and available for AANP student members. I like the idea that you can um, have, like, get your faculty involved and, you know, submit your CE for it because I know at least at ASU we have so many hours of um, non-clinical DMP essentials that we have to meet and students are constantly looking for ways to get hours and I feel like that would help students be able to accrue hours that is mandatory for our school but also just a learning opportunity for them. So I like the idea of utilizing that as like a, a way for them to learn but also maybe get some credit early or you know something that's just beneficial so that's awesome. Thank you. We're really excited about these programs and, and especially said and, and being able to offer them to students, especially free. Mm -hmm. That's always a great, great keyword. term. Free. <laughs> the keyword, yes. Sold. <laughs> yes. So thank you for taking time to speak with us today, Senna and Camilla. I wish you the best as you continue your education and begin your career as new nurse practitioners. And congratulations again. Thank you. I hope to see you both in person at the AANP Hospital and Emergency Procedure course or at our 2023 AANP Fall Conference. Both events will be held in Austin this September. We're excited to host NPs and students in the city that is home to AANP's national headquarters. As we continue working to ensure NPs and students have access to quality CE programs, conferences, and clinical practice resources, I'd like to encourage all listeners to participate in the periodic surveys AANP conducts. 
your responses provide valuable feedback that helps inform future CE activities and key insights about NP workforce. You may also be interested in using the AANP Job Center to connect with employers who are hiring in your area of specialty. If you are an NP student, please consider joining AANP. In AANP, NP student membership is just $55 and provides hundreds of dollars worth of benefits that will support your success as a student and as a nurse practitioner. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast, share it with your colleagues, and check back regularly for new episodes. And as always, be kind, be safe, be effective, and be the voice of the nurse practitioner. Thank <laughs> you.